0: Ready and. Man, I get
1: rock for my kids, they're real. Even though what we do is wrong, we still hustle till the sun come up. Tackle forty when the sun go down.
0: It's a cold winter, y'all better bundle up. And I better be a hotter summer rapper, or you just a it down. You hot now? Listen. Don't you know cop's sole purpose is to lock us down
2: way to King but I mean, all right here we king, go no another week is coming gone it's another look back week 15 Christmas time it's Christmas time Christmas is coming up hope you're all having a nice holiday season won't be no snow on the ground this year if you're looking for that go up to the mountains or Colorado or somewhere or, or somewhere like that but unfortunately you know, the offseason is coming soon for several teams. And for the Eagles, even though they're in the postseason, there's a fine line between a team that might be going to Vegas or might be one and done in the wild card round. And right now the latter looks more possible the way this team is falling apart here the last three weeks. Another game, another another loss. It's their longest losing it ties the longest losing streak in the Jalen Hurts era. And obviously, another game that... Well, the good news is we didn't give up 30 points. That was the reason why they made the changes defensively. But still, it wasn't enough. They they scored enough to win. And this was a, a game that really made me upset. Because if you're going to lose a game, I'd rather get blown out than lose the way they lost on, on Monday. Because those are normally... Normally, those are games that we find a way to avoid. We avoid the 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 disaster but somehow this 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 sad excuse of a quarterback Drew Locke, is is excited and crying and all of that I, I i mean it's i mean it makes Zach Wilson look like a like a like a like Joe Montana or or Steve Young or something it's really a sad thing it's it's a sad time to be an Eagles fan right now because the season that looked promising is starting to go go the wrong direction but it's not gloom and doom all way The, the cowboys got their ass whipped on sunday so the scenario is still there and it's still there that we need to win one more game and the cowboys need to lose one more game and we still win the nfc east but the problem is we have to do this all over again where miami has to take care of their business And we have to take care of ours on Christmas Day against the detail, but we'll see what happens here. But another sad, another sad time for Eagles fans as the season that started ten and one looking like it's all good is starting to go, starting to leak oil, and sometimes that you know that car with the check engine light starts to show up. And you don't know what it could be. But it looks like that's what's going on with the Eagles right now. The check engine light's on. And you're trying to identify the problem. If you can find it, the light will turn off. If you don't, then it's an internal problem that won't be fixed. So we'll see what happens here in these final three weeks. But is it time to panic for this for this Eagles team? Is it time to panic? Or can anything that's wrong be fixed? Before Super wild Card Weekend.
1: Well, for me, um, you know, I still think that the players on this team, the talent, is good enough to make a run. I, I, I still think we got. I, I still think we got some good players on this team. Um, and the, the the issues that we're having, I don't know. It's it's possible to fix them, but it's it's tough. It's tough. You know, uh, it's gonna be. It's the coaching, man. It's the coaching. It's the way this organization sort of wants to do things. Um, right off the bat on offense, Brian Johnson, I've been saying all year, he's he's, 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 it's, it's, he's officially a bum, okay? He doesn't know how to call a play. Or a, he doesn't know how to call a game, uh, you know? Um, we came out the first three possessions. The first and third possession, we come out, we run the ball against a zone defense, run the ball, throw it underneath, just like you do against zone, you know? You beat them underneath, move it down the field. We move the ball with ease. Really should have had 14, but you know, we ended up with 10. But still, looking very nice, it was looking good. And then, right again, as usual, Brian Johnson goes right into his uh five step drop. Let's throw the ball deep. And you know, it, it, he, he can't help himself, man. He it, it's that this is the offense that he wants to run. And no matter what who we're playing, no matter their strengths, no matter our weaknesses. We're just gonna run the same offense no matter what. And it's it's hurting our quarterback. You know, Jalen Hurts, he's he's looking like Josh Allen earlier in the year. You know, he's he's trying to do too much. And uh we can't have this. This guy's gotta go. We need we need somebody to take over the offensive play calling, whether it's Sirianni or somebody else with a clue, but this guy's awful. And uh, on the defensive side, I don't even think it's the coaching, man. The coordinator. I mean no matter what who our coordinator is, we run a similar type of defense we don't blitz ever which i'm not some one of these guys that's like oh buddy ball you know uh, jim johnson let's blitz the whole team every play now but you do have to get you have to bring some pressure you know you got to be aggressive and um but this is what this is what i think is more an analytics thing i don't even know it's an organizational thing dating back to schwartz then gannon then Desai, now patricia no none of them blitz ever well, barely ever, you know, and Patricia comes from a different coaching tree altogether and he's still in blitz at all. He blitzed less than the side. Um, and I think you look forward to the playoffs. I do think our secondary could be fixed. You know, it's, it's James Bradbury's the big issue that we have. I mean, he's, he's washed up. So I, I, we saw what uh, Keely Ringo and Eli Ricks did. I think uh, it's time to bench Bradbury, start those two for the next three games. And, you know, one of them two is playing for the starting job in the playoffs because obviously Slay will be back and hopefully Avante Maddox will be back. And all of a sudden, maybe that secondary is, it can be saved. but, uh, but yeah, I think we got to figure out the, our, our coordinators and figure it out right now and make some changes. There he made the change of defense coordinator, but I still think uh, he's being kind of told what to do by guys up top about him.
0: Yeah. And As I had uh, stated before we started the show, that I didn't get a good chance to watch – out on the, field. Uh, the game again this, game just due to being Monday night and the last it's two last Tuesday and Wednesday I went into the office to work so I didn't you know, normally I would have had a chance at home to watch catch up on some stuff and I was bowling during the game. So the first half I was kinda in and out. I watched the opening drive, they go beautiful. I'm thinking here we go. Second drive. It was also a good drive to they failed at the end with the had the kick and field goal. And then here um, uh, it took him a while to get another touchdown here late in the third, um, but we finally got one that had a 17-10 lead, like, okay, too too close for comfort, but at least the lead, but then we watched this Drew Locke character, <laughs> decide to start playing like he belongs in the same league of us, you know, and, uh, something I just learned. When uh, when we had them pinned, when when we put it and had them pinned at the eight, I said, okay, they got to go 92 yards. No way. We're going to allow them to go 92 yards because they're down by four. And to watch it happen in like a minute and 10 seconds was so distressing. And especially from this guy, you know, it wasn't like
3: we were playing,
0: um, uh, even even against Geno Smith, it wasn't much. But at least he's a proper starter. But we were plagued by turnovers again. Two long interceptions where the ball just kind of died. Um, and then here's the beginning of Drew Locke uh, drive uh, for 92 yards down the field. To find out that this only happened three times in the past 20 years where a quarterback had to lead a team to a game-winning touchdown over 90 yards in the final two minutes. There's a whole lot of you know, stories, st- stats in there. But that Drew Lock is one of the three. The other is Baker Mayfield, and the other was Greasy, Bryant Greasy against the Eagles. So twice the Eagles have given up over 90 yards uh, in the final two minutes. And then this guy's up here styling and profiling on us, Drew Lock. But that pass was beautiful. It was placed exactly where you're going to put it. I mean, you can't defend the perfect pass. And we got played out. And then I, uh, to, for the life of me, don't understand why we decided to throw this pass with 13 seconds left. We get to the first down. We're almost in field goal range. We had two timeouts left. It just wasn't necessary. We double covered. We probably was passing the field by 22. But they didn't call it. And they make a great interception game over. So I'm just shocked that we lost three in a row. Didn't see that coming, didn't see that coming. But the only score 17 points, I even though I really am disheartened with the defense at the end, I still blame the offense for not putting up more than 17 dang points for the Seahawks. Come on, so we got some issues with the offense as Matt just stated, even though we made. A weird change of defense by bringing Matt. You know Matt Patricia's even on our team. Did, did y'all knew that.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> then, so if we, we grab him, and I'm not sure if that's gonna make a difference. Uh, but okay, did last night. on Monday. Yeah, I guess. But playing against Drew Locke. I don't expect we should, should be giving up any points to him. So I don't know. I don't, I don't know if I saw this against a high powered offense that he held them to 20. I might say I saw a difference if he did, if they bought him in against Dallas, I said, okay, I see something I don't know. So it, we're in a weird position where we're 10 and 2nd best record in the league, three-way tie, but it feels so sad. <laughs> it feels so low right now. But I have to keep reminding myself, we got 10 wins. Let's go ahead and come home. Play these Giants. Let's play these Cardinals. Let's play these Giants. Let's at least finish out and win this division. And then we may not get number one seed, but let's at least do what we can control. That's
3: where I'm at right now. Uh, with me, I think, uh, you know, we had a good start to the game. Um, we're kind of like not the season how we're going so far, but usually we're like a comeback team from behind this year. So it was good to get the lead early. Um, you know, but what I will say is, uh, you know, it was, uh, you know, disappointing that we lost, but, you know, in terms of what we need to do, like in the off season, it's kind of like too early to figure out for that, but, you know, oh, we should be glad uh, that we're 10 and 4. Uh, still got a shout out to the division, uh, and we'll see how far this team can take us. But that's that's all, really.
2: Well, I mean, it's pretty it's pretty tough to 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 sit there and say that Matt Patricia is calling the defense and Drew Lock beats us. That don't sound, that sounds like a bad dream but it actually happened and hopefully this is rock bomb I hope this is the rock bomb that we we hope hope, hope because they gotta wake up eventually this is this is ridiculous you, the whole I mean it wasn't like the game on Monday night wasn't like any of the last few games if you look at the Eagles trajectory since November we struggle with teams we don't control the game we've been out game. And obviously, with Dallas and San Francisco, the past couple of weeks we've been getting, our, we got ass, straight up ass whipped. So they're down to but here we lead, by Myers. we lead at halftime, we outgamed them. Drew Lock doesn't look like no elite quarterback. Everything's good, and then it, and then come here comes the fourth quarter, and the fourth quarter is where this, where the Eagles have been getting, getting their ass where it's, where it's wrong. The fact is that I'm looking at this drive that Jalen has, and I'm not even looking at that now. I'm going back to y'all three. And I see that interception. I'm like, you got me kidding me. And it's Quez Watkins. It's Quez Watkins. Why? Why are you going to him for a deep pass? I know you've done it in the past, but you can't do that. That was a dumb interception that wasn't an interception because he was holding Quez, and the referees didn't see it. And refs called the pass interference that was bogus earlier in the game. So there, I'm already, I'm already upset about that. Somehow they were able to, they didn't do anything with it. They get the ball back, and then they can't. Con, they Seahawks have one first, only one timeout left, so the Eagles are in control of time possession. They can't get the the conversion, so they give the ball back, and I'm like. I hope that they know what they're doing. Hopefully Patricia knows what he's doing. He looked like the Detroit Lions head coach. He didn't know what the hell he was doing. And DK Metcalf, and Matt, we we should know about DK Metcalf. We've done this show a long time. And we should have had him. He should have been an eagle. He really should have been an eagle. But we went with our Sega White side. And we've... We, we, We've we've, we've been shitting on for that. Like I said, you you have BK Metcalf. We don't have either Devontae or A.J. Brown. We have an elite receiver, and he made two great passes in that drive. Basically, it was Metcalf, and then that rookie, Jackson Enigma, whatever his last name is. Of course, those two, I had a fear going into this game. Those two are going to determine the game, or they're going to dominate the game. But they didn't really dominate the game because – New lock doesn't have an arm and he doesn't know how to pass down deep down there. These guys had to help him. They helped him when it mattered. So now I'm at a point now where this, this, you know, I heard there was a players only meeting. Jalen hurts is getting people responsible. Well, he has to keep himself responsible. He's the leader. He can't make stupid mistakes. Fumble this last week. Two, bad interceptions. I'm not even going to worry about the second one because that was so crushing, that touchdown. That basically threw threw us out. That threw us out. The first interception's on him. And even though that was, it should have been called for P.I., at the end of the day, it's a shame. It really is. I mean, the coaching has to be better. Like I said, I don't know what Sean Desai did to get himself demoted to Matt Patricia. And to me, Brian Johnson, you know, he should. To me, if you're, if you're Nick Sirianni, you should be able to take the take the the offensive play calling from him, because we're going to get into this postseason, and that's when the coaching matters. Because if it's a close game like we saw on on Monday, do you even trust the Eagles? No matter if it's at Lincoln Financial Field or somewhere else, and I don't know right now. I don't know. It's a, it's going to be very interesting when we get when we get into the playoffs, where this team is and where this team goes. Now, for history lessons, this is not the end of the world. In 2006, John, your Colts, Indianapolis, started nine and zero. They fell off the map at the end of the season. They fell to the third seed. They went from nine and zero to a third seed, but they turned it around when it mattered. They went on the road. They beat the Chiefs. They won a defensive slugfest in Baltimore. And then that great game between him and Brady, those classic Brady-Manning games, he came off on the right end of. And then they easily won, won the Super Bowl. So I'm not saying that that's going to happen to this team, because I think there's, there's, there's tougher competition and tougher fish to, to fry. To get to that point, but it's not over yet. We're in the playoffs, We still can win the NFC East if if Miami takes care of Dallas and we take care of the Giants. Division's over. So, you know. But say again, if we are if we have to be the fifth seed, that could be a problem, but it may not be a problem. But then again, it would be because you won't see the four, you would see the Forty earlier than you want in this scenario. So like I said I mean they just have to get things right you know it's not even about having a great practice or or holding the ball it's just these coaches need to know where they where they stand they need to have a good game plan and know what they're doing because we we go into the postseason and we don't do anything' and we're, and we're done early expect coaching changes by the bundle they're not able to get back into coming on time but you're gonna see my
1: and then Kelsey. Able to yeah, well, in the um, end. Kelsey comes and he helps secure the it. Only thing, the only thing, the thing I'm going to say is, uh, is um, you know, we've been saying all year the these down, these stupid ass cliches that people put out there. We, we we barely win these games against teams like the Patriots and Washington, like and we're like, oh well, a win is a win. Uh, Robbie, I know you said we were. I think we we're talking about one of the teams last week. You're like, oh, you are what your record says you are. You know all these old lame clay cliches. They're all BS, man. I I I never believed in them, and they're all bullshit. You know, um, you look at teams like Minnesota and the Giants last year that got it that had really good records, and they they snuck in by like barely beating garbage teams, and you know, it, it's not what you you're not what your record says you are. You're not we're, they weren't as good as they were last year, and. You know, eventually, if you win games like that, if that's how you're going to win games against bad teams at one score, the pendulum's going to come back the other way. And you know, a team like the Giants, it's come back the other way. A team like Minnesota, it's mostly come back the, the other way. And you know, the, this year we were winning games like this, where we play maybe a half, maybe three quarters if we're lucky, and then we we let up a, the or we let the lead go, and we had to try to sneak it out with like a 58-yard field goal or something like that. You're not going to win like that. It, eventually, you're going to start losing those games. Now we've lost one. We lost the the Jets game just like that too. Um, and yeah, you're not that that win loss record. Yeah, it's great to have a nice record, but you know the Eagles are plus 18 point differential for the year. They they've won six more games than they've lost, and they've got a div, they've won they they've outscored their opponents by a total of 18 points. I mean, you're not going to win games like that. Sorry, we we have a tough schedule. Yeah, games are going to be close but you got to blow out the bad teams or at least win by a couple scores and we're not doing it Hawks, we absolutely. haven't been doing it all year we never play a full 60 minute game you just this team just isn't focused well, and like lucky. i said i think a lot of it is on the coaching because i just don't think that the players really at this point especially on the offense i don't think they believe in the game point and hurts knows hurts knows that I mean, think about you. You're coming out with this game plan, the same game plan every single week, and it doesn't work every single week. And you're just gonna, they're just gonna keep running the same plays over and over and over. I mean, how long, how many times are they gonna do that before the players just start to say, "Oh, yeah, what's the point of of giving our all when we know what the outcome's gonna be?" You know? So I think we're at that point, and now Hurts is trying trying to do too much. I think we just. I think it's time Brian Johnson just got to go, man. He's just got to go. At the very least, he needs to. Somebody needs to be calling the plays for him because he just can't do it. yards to Josh Week 13. Brock Purdy, 314 yards. There I go. Um. Then last week, Dak Prescott. Yeah, it's
0: a shame. We look at the looking at the numbers. I mean, Hurts got outplayed by Drew Lock. But not a, I mean, only 143 yards of passing.
2: 17
0: for 31. And no touchdown passes, two interceptions. Drew Lock, 22 for 33, 208 yards, one touchdown, and no interceptions. That is not happening. Now Hertz was the leading rusher, which once again should not happen. 13 carries, 82 yards rushing, two touchdowns. Nice. But why is Swift only got 74 yards? I mean, 18 carries, so that was actually good. And that gave him the ball eight times. I would like to see him actually do more than 20. game. We'll got six carries and Dodder got a carry. I don't. I guess we're never going to see. Um,
2: I forgot his name now. Do regret from Seattle. Rashard <laughs> uh, Kennedy. Yeah. What's his deal? He gone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So.
0: Uh, I don't understand what the rushing, what their philosophy is when it comes to running the ball anymore. Um, Hurts should not carry it that much. I'm all for him running because he's good at it. Keep it under 10. Maybe under eight, you know, uh, thirteen carries just a bit much. We actually outgained them surprisingly. Was only had two hundred ninety-seven yards, but they made the best of it, and that's what's uh, uh, most important. So I'm hoping we're not going to start seeing fractures in the on the team. You no, know, you start try to read some things between what some people say, but I don't try not to read too deep into uh, some things. Like heard saying that hey, we got need everybody to. Yards. What was the exact words he said that we need every? Like maybe some players here that aren't fully focused or something to that that nature. But he's probably telling the truth and i still don't know what happened on that false start they called uh on kelsey now someone said that they saw him i think i was listening to uh um what's the name of 94. i remember his name sort of, that he moved the ball a bit so he was adjusting move the ball with that third and one that near the goal and then turn it to 36, and they wanted to have to kick a field goal, which made a big difference. So, if that's the case, and it didn't seem like they argued much about it, hey, you got to do better. Can't move it. If they're calling that now,
1: you got to pay attention to those things. It's like lining up all sides. Don't do it. Know what
0: you got to do so I'm, I'm not down and out i'm concerned a bit you know because the giants aren't as bad as they were in toronto um, but we uh, so i still say we should beat them by two touchdowns that would make me feel comfortable
3: if not someone's
2: flying out with the neither team I has a lot of
3: wiggle room in their i'll say that uh, you know i agree with matt real quick about you know about this offensive coordinator 10. Uh, at this point, like he does have to go, but you know it's we we got he's got to come up with a better game plan versus the Giants. He can't take them you know for granted. Um, so, but I do think we should win this game. Uh, but you know, in terms of this game, you know the problem was we we uh, we gave it back to them three times, and on the third time they capitalized. Yeah, you know, they had to go ninety-two yards for the touchdown, but that—that's what happened. And at the end of the game, I kind of blame Hurts in a way because he—he he chose to, you know, go for it all because he probably didn't want to force overtime, and he had a wide open Smith to the left, and that's why I think last week I think I said, you know, that he only goes his first read and and that's it, and. Sometimes you do have to look all over the field. That's what I would do as a quarterback if I ever played. But that's kind of what's done this game. So we can only, you know, move on from it. And we're still 10 and four, and we clinched the playoffs even before that game.
2: Well, John, obviously, as much as you can say everything's good, like I said, your boy, Shane Steichlin, and your team. He's in an Indy, and he's doing a pretty damn good job, and Minshew doing a really, really decent job out there. Right now, I can say they're doing better than what we're doing at the moment, which might be kind of a, might be kind of silly to say, but right now we don't have the momentum. We're going into these final three games, two with the G-Men and one with the Cardinals, and we just have to just get it right, you know? Remember, we have our biggest win – by margin is 14 points, two touchdowns, you know? And then the other, the the, Dallas has beaten teams. They're destroying them by 30 bad teams, obviously, because he hadn't be a good team. And then the the, the 49ers, every win, but one has been by double digits. Think about that. And most of them have been on the road as we've been, as we are victims, Matt. So to me, I don't know what sun, What's I keep saying it's Sunday, what Christmas Day is going to be like. I know that they're wearing their all-black jersey the first time this season. They normally wear it against the Giants. That might give them a little bit of a, of, a, of a deal. But at the end of the day, we just have to relax, let the game come to us, and don't do anything silly. Because it wasn't like Seattle wasn't a major threat. But we haven't beaten Seattle in 15 years. We haven't beaten them since, for some reason, Pete Carroll took over. Yeah, and still can't beat them <laughs> for whatever reason. For whatever reason, Pete it's like we can't beat them on a freaking alleyway. Like it's starting to get, it's starting to get stupid. And the fact that Drew Locke, of all people beat us, I would be okay. I'd be all right if you know Smith beat us because he's actually a decent quarterback. But Drew Locke, that's that sorry bastard, really. And he's crying at the end. It's like, like, it's like DeMarcus Russell beating the Eagles in 2009 with McNabb. Remember that game, Matt, when they played the Raiders and DeMarcus Russell beat us? And uh, he's yeah. going to be the worst quarterback in the last 50 years? Yeah. Get the hell out of here, man. Stop. I'll, I'll be damned if the, 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 the Vito comes in here and, and, and takes the pizza and chicken cutlet <laughs> our ass. I hope not. All right, let's move on. Let's move on because I'm going to get mad if I keep talking about this team. But anyway, like I said, we're getting down to it. A few more weeks left. We have one segment tonight before we get into our, into our normal stuff. Obviously, we're getting down to it. And things are getting interesting around the league. Things are getting real, real, real interesting. So now we're kind of in a fog. You know, this time of the year, it rains a lot in the fog, and then you can't see much. And that's where we're in now. We're in that fog period of the season. But it's going to clear soon. And now I'm going to give you a couple scenarios of what you think might happen when we get to at least the end of the regular season or even going into the postseason. So the Detroit Lions are in a position to win the NFC North for the first time since 93 on on Sunday. Pretty much guaranteed. They win, their are their division champs. Nobody's catching them. But with the Eagles and the Cowboys struggling all of a sudden, yes, the Cowboys are struggling too. We all talk about them. There's a very good chance, even if the Eagles win the NFC East, they screw up this game against the Giants and the Dallas loses and they still find a way next week Whoever, Detroit has a legit chance to move up. Not only are they the division champs, they're the two seed. When the smoke clears, Detroit Lions are the two seed in the NFC, above the Eagles or
1: Cowboys. And what do you what, what's the question?
2: Well, Detroit, when the season when the regular season ends, Detroit Lions are the two seed behind the 49ers and ahead of the Eagles or the Cowboys.
1: Yeah. They get the two seed. Um, I don't know. I mean, I don't know what 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 the um the um what do you call it? uh, Yeah, tiebreakers look like for the two teams. Um, I know I know Detroit plays Minnesota twice, and they play Dallas, so I think they got at least one loss in there. So there's a good as bad as the Eagles look right now. There's at least a pretty good chance the Eagles can win out. Um, So. I think the Eagles will still be the two-seed, but it's possible. I just don't know what the tiebreakers look like for the two teams.
0: Um, I'm looking at the uh, CBS website now. And the tiebreakers we got is technically Dallas is ahead of Philly at the moment for the NFC East because of the record. However – Dallas is ahead of Detroit based on conference record. And that's true. Detroit did have already three conference losses also. Um, That's as far as it goes in terms of our three teams on here. Um, Detroit, look at their schedule. So they have to play.
3: Well, Matt said it. The Vikings. Oh, the, and the,
0: Vikings. Uh, the Vikings, Cowboys. Oh, and Vikings again. Yeah, it's a tough one. They got now the Vikings are kind of there, um, and yeah, they got to go on the road for two of the three, especially going to Dallas. And Dallas uh, loves home, hate the road, loves home. So is the the question is whether or not um do we believe Detroit will get the number two seed. Or that, uh, were the chances of getting it, it's
3: getting it, getting it over the Cowboys and the Eagles okay.
0: two. I will say it's slim because the fact that to go to Dallas is already a problem for them. I hope they beat Dallas, <laughs> but look at the numbers. I'm going to say it's not going to happen. Minnesota probably want to split, so there's only 11 wins. If that, that's the case, Eagles you got the Giants twice. Come on. And the Cardinals at home. Come on. So the Eagles don't win two out of the next three. They should just forget about thinking of the Super Bowl. <laughs> so, and uh, Dallas, um, they'll probably lose at Miami, probably beat Detroit, and I forget where they played last.
2: Washington. So, in Washington. Ah, Washington. Okay.
0: Yeah. So Detroit almost has no shot unless they pull off the Miracle in Dallas that's the key
3: I mean what I was gonna say was uh you know earlier in the season I thought the the Lions were uh, a bigger threat than the or the Lions were a bigger threat than the 49ers uh but I don't think that's the case right now so uh in terms of if they're going to get the 2 seed I don't think so it's basically they have to win out they need they need three straight wins which is possible but I don't think it's going to happen so I just think the eagles or the cowboys will will get the 2 seed
2: all right now an even more trickier thing we're going to go to the AFC side now obviously if you're pitched on the other we're going to the other side of the state and and trust me, I think as bad as things are here, it's worse out there because the season's really falling apart for the Steelers. We already know about their story. Their offense is enigma. They fired their coordinator, which is now looking back on it was just a scapegoat because this offense is terrible. They're bad. And they had a rough game on Saturday where one of their players headhunted a, 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 one of your receiver's on your Colts there, John. And then obviously yes. that completely pissed them off. And the Colts went off after that, won that game. Obviously things are looking bad for the Steelers. And now rumors are going around. Now there's rumors going around because it looks very much like for the first time in the Mike Tomlin era, Steelers are going to finish with a more losses than wins. And when the smoke clears, this is a two-parter. As smoke clears, not only do the Steelers end up with a losing record, do they also fire Mike Tomlin. Because now the rumors are going around that they might fire him if he doesn't finish with a winning record or a playoff burn. When the smoke clears, is Mike Tomlin's days in Pittsburgh numbered? As far well as their postseason chances, which is already done, basically.
1: Yeah, I don't think so. Um, I think they will, they will, they will lose at least two of their next three games. That's for sure. But I don't think they're going to fire Tomlin. Um, he's been too good for them, too consistent for many years. I don't think one season where they finish what eight and nine, most likely. I don't think one eight and nine season is going is enough to just fire the guy. Unless he leaves on his own accord, that's a different story. He oh, fumbles the football in the field of play.
0: It's a fourth down, fourth down only the five. Steelers. Yeah. When this game started, I didn't. Well, Saturday was was a good slate of games. It's shame was Saturday, I had other things to do, so I didn't see a lot of it. Last saw Pittsburgh up thirteen. I said, oh, all right. Might have something here. Maybe they woke up. Dude. 30 to nothing. It's Run. <laughs> they get, and, and and obviously went, as you see, one of their uh touchdowns is from the help of a block punt. Mm-hmm. But Rookie they couldn't do anything else. It's amazing how they can't score this year. They just the map, can't. Points, it's like there's scoring. a a literally a glass ceiling at 17. They, <laughs> they just won't do it. And uh, so that it, uh, it's a very weird situation, outside, I mean, sure, especially when stuck to e- I stuck with e- Trubisky, e- uh, uh, Trubisky, um, yeah, I, 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 I still I'm going to hold uh, nice hope hope, hope that they're going to find out. a way to get to nine and eight, but they gotta win Sunday. Uh, um, seven and seven right now they cannot afford to fall seven and eight um and that let me see if was their schedule looking like um we sure got Cincinnati Seattle, so <laughs> Cincinnati
1: Seattle Baltimore
0: Cincinnati Seattle
1: Baltimore
0: and who
2: the Baltimore. Ravens oh God Oof. two of them oh. on the road two of them on the Oof. road <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's a rough deal. Uh um, I mean,
3: Ravens, Ravens might be sitting their players that game.
0: Yeah, that, that could be helpful. At least they're home against Cincinnati, I see Saturday uh, afternoon. You know, another Saturday game. Um, but going to Seattle, if Seattle has life, that's going to be a problem. Since we gave them life with that win. And then Baltimore, possibility that Baltimore is relaxed. Could be helpful. Could be helpful. Um, but not feeling too confident right now. They just can't put up the points.
3: Say, uh, uh, I don't think the Steelers are that, uh, that really that good this year. I think they have a talented or some talented players on the offensive side, but they're really just not showing it, or not really performing well. Um, but uh, I don't think they're going to fire Tomlin, though. Um, so you know, if they finish eight and nine or or even less than that, I don't think they'll fire him. To
2: to the I just realized I look at that that score. Your Colts scored 30 unanswered against that Steeler team?
3: Yes, that's, really? what
0: that's what I said. Yikes. Steelers start off Yikes. 13-0. Man, that was
2: 30-0. And T.J. Watt was on the field. Yikes.
3: And this was a Colts team with, without Pittman in the second half. Okay.
2: Well, they were pissed off because of what happened to them. They probably were. <laughs> All right, Matt will like this one, this next one. We're going back to the NFC. We're looking at the playoff picture. It may not be as interesting and exciting as the AFC looks. And we'll get back to the AFC in a moment, but I'll make this very short and slim. When you go past the Eagles, everybody else is basically mediocre in this NFC. Let's be honest. 500 is the best. Vikings, Saints, Seahawks. I mean, come on. Rams. So really, the NFC drops off pretty quickly once you get past the top four records. Because the next record is seven and seven. But as much as we wanna get on on the South on the NFC South and how bad that division is, and it is bad, don't get me wrong. Because of how mediocre the NFC really is when you get away from the top four. Two lane, the 42 there's room for two nfc south teams in the playoffs there's room and you can't deny it none of you three can deny it so my saying is when the smoke clears not only does the winner of the nfc south get in but the second place team gets in in the wild card two nfc south teams in the playoffs when the smoke clears
1: um well just pulling it up here real quick the uh saints they play the the rams this week which they're going to lose then they play in tampa and then they play atlanta um then you look at atlanta or yeah you look at atlanta the the other team that's a potential wild card team for what it's worth they got the colts this week chicago and then the saints um yeah, I don't think either of those teams are making it, man. I don't, th- I don't think you'll see one of them in the playoffs, let alone two.
0: Mm, yeah, this, um, I, mean, I think you are. I mean, you're right in terms of what's be underneath uh, those top four teams in our conference. There's NFC South. I mean, this game should they even be allowed to? This should throw way to tape. They're allowed to. What is Atlanta doing? I don't know.
1: Falcons
0: fucking lost to the Panthers. And they're, they're going to bench Desmond Ritter again. <laughs> this sounds like the Jets. They don't know what to do. They're starting to They just can't do anything right. And then Buccaneers show. A lot of life. Impressive victory. Baker Mayfield doing the thing that hasn't been done in Lambeau Field ever. Road quarterback doing the perfect passer rating in Lambeau Field. Don't four touchdowns, 358 yards, no picks. Oh, he had a good day up there in Green Bay. So that was very impressive because I really thought Green Bay was going to pull that off as many people did. Um. The Saints are still, yeah, but they're doing two-game oh, winning it. streak. You know, they just beat the Giants, you know. Um, so yeah, there's nobody in that division to worry about. In the North, and just you got seven and seven Minnesota. Green Bay just showed they're not they're worthy of anything yet. The Chicago's yeah. there, and, and then the there's Giants in Washington what, in the West. The and West. They got you got Rams, right, Seattle, Arizona. Rams a little bit still got Matthew Stafford. He's been on quite a streak the past five weeks. But it's it's still missing some things and things. So I don't see anybody below the Eagles, San Fran. I mean, I really only see Eagles and San Fran being an NFC Championship game anyway. uh, I don't see any competition from anyone else.
3: Underneath. Do I think uh, you know both these teams could make the playoffs? Uh, I don't think so. Maybe one of them. that somebody has to win the division, but I don't see two of them. Uh, I do think the Saints lose tomorrow on Thursday. Uh, I really think the the team that could make the playoffs will be the Bucks in that division so that's my theory all right well we'll see what
2: happens there because i mean you know as much as we will say that yeah we all probably when we predict the game coming up at the end we all probably know where we're going that doesn't mean that's an elimination game either the way the season might end, and the and how wacky these last two weeks are going to be for both conferences to figure out the playoff picture because it's it's a mute it's a mute right now it's a mute point for all for all. Of them. Obviously, the team that Matt thinks is mediocre, 49ers, who are what they are, the record says, the Buffalo Bills. Starting to come in around here. They're starting to come around here. And they're coming off a monster victory. They're probably the most impressive win in about two months. Beating the Dallas Cowboys. And they didn't just beat them. They out outdestro- They just basically crazy- destroyed them. The Cowboys look like a whole different team than what we've seen this year. They look as mediocre and bad as I as I've seen. It's what we we want to see, the Cowboys look, but they did it to them. They outran them. They they did everything they could, and and Dallas had no no answer at all. But that Buffalo team is has been few and far between this year, and still making the playoffs. Well, let's be honest. Miami wins on Saturday, Sunday. The division's done. They can't win the division if that's the case. With two games up, with them being two games up. Well, that's not so, true. That's not true. But wild card. But the wild card situation is still also up in the air. They still have to leapfrog a few teams. It's not impossible, but it doesn't look. It, it, it's still. A long, it's not a long shot, but it's a relative that they still have to leapfrog teams. I'm sure after what we saw from them, they don't want to see this team in the playoffs. They don't want. Nobody wants to see Buffalo in the playoffs. If, they, if this is the Buffalo team that that's going to make it, they they'll, they they will hold their breaths. So, if Buffalo makes the playoffs, let's say they do make the playoffs and the smoke clears, the AFC Championship game, do they get there? Can they get there? Buffalo Bills make the playoffs and get to the AFC Championship where they're at right now or where they're at
1: right now and the smoke clears. Um. Well, it's possible. It's possible. But, no, it's it, that's actually not true They that they... If the Dolphins win the divisions over, because the the Dolphins are up by two games, they play the Bills week eighteen, and uh, the Dolphins play the the Cowboys this week and the Ravens next week. the The Bills play the Chargers this week and the Patriots next week. So, if you're just looking at who's the better team, the Bills should win their next two, and if the which means if the Dolphins just lose one of these games between the Cowboys and the Ravens. That, that game in week 18 is for the division. So, you know, all the Bills need is to win two easy games and have the Dolphins lose against one of two playoff teams. So I think it's very likely that week 18's the game is for the division. And if the Bills win the division, um, you know, I'm, I'm going to say that if they win the division, they will go to the AFC championship game. Against the the Ravens, so I think it's very likely. They're just they're just the hot team right now, and since they fired uh, Joe Brady, uh, Josh Allen has calmed down and he's playing at a high level. You mean level. you mean the other guy? Or yeah, yeah. Uh, Ken Dorsey and hired Joe Brady.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: The 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 Bills have shown me something after the loss to us that.
1: Cowboys offense can get out to fast starts and then the defense kind of praise that situation.
0: They're not punks. They're not scared, the situation. For this Buffalo's offense. Um, they went on and uh, went Presco. to uh, in. KC and beat them. And then He's as won. you see, he came he home and beat the Cowboys. Home. And even after that weird old story came out about the coach was comparing 9/11, tried to try use them as motivation and the motivation was i don't know who leaked that. Somebody doesn't does not like him because that was years ago. He said that. Why did that just come up now? Very weird. But they overcame so far that controversy, and the team has rallied around them. And as you said, Matt, hey, being two games out, they have to finish the season in Miami. Could they do it. Um, I just believe Miami's going to win this week, though. Matter of fact, I believe it enough that I might have to go make a little wager. Um, and with the Bills, they play the, the Chargers. They're. I mean, We saw what happened there, and John definitely knows (laughs) that team is cooked. Then Patriots at home has another W. So unless Miami can win the next two. um, That shows a showdown, January 7th, so.
3: Those are still hot, still in it.
1: Well,
3: I mean, based on what Rob's thinking, they're going to make the playoffs. Could they go to the NFC Championship or AFC Championship game? Uh, I mean, I think they do. You know, when you come into the playoffs, if you're a hot team, you 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 have a really good chance to to go to the AFC Championship game or any championship game. So, those are my thoughts, uh, but. You know, it's uh, – I mean, I would like to see a Ravens first build the Championship game. It sounds good.
1: And, you know, we've seen uh, – you know, we've seen Eli Manning win two Super Bowls with a team that was, what, like 9-7 and seven or something like that. Like, he's barely yeah, made it in the playoffs, yeah. so, you know. You don't want to run if you're on fire, that's for sure.
2: All right. Well, we'll see what happens here. I mean, I don't have. I I could have a bonus, but I don't. I don't feel like doing that. Uh, We're we're, we're running low, and you know we're kind of wasting not wasting time, but time is going quick, like it said. So we will move all back to our normal, normal situations. Our our normal segments. Fancy footballs coming towards the end. The finish line is near. So. John, rip up your your uh your your questions and predictions or whatever for this week coming up
3: all right so the first one I mean we're gonna go out to the 49ers with their quarterback uh you know right now he's the uh well the, the real life MVP the fantasy MVP I'm not too sure about but I got him at over under 21 this week.
1: Uh, for Brock Purdy? Yes. I'm going with, I'm going with the under there. I mean, Baltimore, they got the number two pass defense. Their defense is tough, man. Um if San Francisco wants to win this game, they're going to have to run the ball, and get a heavy dose of Christian McCaffrey, which, you know, he'll get some receptions too, but I think uh I think you're you're going to see from Brock Purdy maybe 200 yards passing and maybe a touchdown.
3: I mean, I just think – I mean, I, I think this could be one of my high-scoring games in that one, but we'll move on to the running back position. Uh, we'll go out to the Cowboy Killer, uh, James Cook of the Buffalo Bills. I got him at over-under 13.
1: Well, um, I mean, we just saw the, the Chargers give up, you know, 63 points. Uh, they fired um, Brandon Staley, which 10 – Maybe give him a little shot in the arm, but that that defense is terrible, and I think the Bills are gonna roll roll all over him. So I'll go with the over.
3: Yeah, I mean Brandon Staley probably even make the plane, so had <laughs> to get his own plane back home. But yeah, you know, the next one uh, we're gonna go to. Well, I guess we can say this one now. I want you to choose between Tyreek Hill and C D Lamb in that matchup. Who's gonna have more points?
1: You know, I, I I gotta go with C D Lamb in that one. Um the you know, obviously Dallas's defense is a lot better than Miami's D um Tyreek Hill's or yeah, Tyree Kill, um CeeDee Lamb is really their only option I mean they got a couple of okay players but I mean unless if, if Dallas wants to score points they got to throw the ball to Lamb a lot so if you talk about points per reception
3: I think Lamb might have 10 receptions this week oh, well. yeah, I mean I'd go the under on that one but uh, the last one that I have for today is uh, Tyler Boyd of the Bengals I got him an over under 10
1: Uh well I saw Jamar Chase is out, so I'm going with the over. I mean, they're gonna they they got three receivers. Other than that, in the passing game, they don't have a lot. So someone's so then now they're down to two. Those targets that Chase would get, that's going to be funneled to uh, two players, and he's one of them. So I'm going with the over.
3: All right, the uh, I mean, my bonus one, I guess, is a, a fantasy question. Who do you think is going to be the most high-scoring quarterback this week? Oh,
1: okay, okay. Well, that I'd have to – that's tough, tough one to say. I don't have, like, actual rankings. Um, you know, just giving a quick look over with, the, with who's playing who. I'm like, I, I gotta say Josh Allen against that defense. I mean, the, ch- the Chargers are awful. And we know it. So, I mean, just looking at that matchup, any Josh that Josh Allen owner that's in the playoffs right now, they should be uh, salivating.
3: Yeah, I too. I was gonna say Awesome. Yeah. Well, that's it for this week. Okay. Okay.
2: All right, all right, quite me. Your 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 F your three FUs for the week.
3: You you might as well to sell the honest truth. See
2: uh, I'm not really down with this to say no text and shit. No, I got no biz, but it is what it is. I don't really have much to say.
0: Cyrus, well, 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 Um, <laughs> I actually have, an, I do three, but I kind of have three and a half. I'm going to combine two of them. But first, we're going to start off with the damn Arizona Cardinals. All I ask you to do is hang within 13 points. Uh, the San Francisco 49ers. 13! And you're kind of there for the first three quarters. You're hanging. you. But how do you lose a game by 16 when you rush for 234 yards? Who does that? Any team that rushes two hundred twenty four yards is a winner. But you found a way to not just lose. You got smoked. Who does that? You outgained them 90 yards in rushing. You outgained them in total yards by 30, and yet you got blown out. And it cost me money. You can't see the tickets. <laughs> and then somehow I bet on you twice. I don't know how that happened. So maybe I shouldn't be doing this anymore. Maybe that's a sign. But I'm coming. I picked the Bills, dog, Cowboys on one of these tickets, and I look at them both, and I see the same damn thing. So Cardinals, F you. Number two, A and two B. It's the Jets and the Chargers. Jets. How do you score 30 points in the second half last week? And then this week, nothing. Just nothing. And 103 measly yards. That's all you could do. That's all you could do. And on the Chargers, how do you let a team that got shut out three nothing on Sunday put up 63 on you four days later? You let a team like a car go from zero to 63 in four days. 42 nothing at the half.
3: You were down 42
0: nothing at the half to the Satan Raiders who couldn't score a point just four days ago. That's why your coach got canned. Because your team, hey, he just stinks. Now, I, I don't understand his situation, but here's time for him to go. So a double bam, bam, Charles for the Chargers and the Jets. And finally, FU Cowboys. Oh, yes. You got ran on like an Amtrak train. Just choo-choo all over you all day long. They didn't even try to pass. Bills only passed seven completions the whole game (laughs) for like 94 yards. They ran 266 yards on you. Just ran on you to the left, to the right, to the middle, to the left, to the right. Just have fun. Didn't even try to make the game complicated at all. And you couldn't do nothing about it. You couldn't do nothing about it. Like Stephen A. said, if he let y'all have it Monday and he played that clip that Marcus was running his mouth after they beat the Eagles on about how do you smash a team? When you smash a team, well, now you got.
1: <clears throat>
0: how does that feel? Dumb, Marcus? Because your Cowboys are front runners. You're small. And I'm mad the Eagles didn't do that to you down in Dallas. That's why we have our problems with our offensive coordinator because that's a very simple way to beat you. You run at Michael Parsons and you just keep doing it. Because You're soft, so f you, Cowboys. And I'll never mention, goes to all your fans. Still trying to let me have it after we lost Monday night. That's what happened to them Sunday. And then I had the nerve at my job today to run into two new Cowboys fans I never even knew were at <laughs> the job. One came out to woodwork around the corner, we didn't know who this guy was. And my secretary was, a, I didn't know she was a Cowboys fan. Oh. <laughs> So, y'all always get it. And neither of them two have no, any connection to Dallas. It's all about, oh, her daddy was a Cowboys fan. <laughs> F y'all. That's what all i got right.
1: going
3: to say to that. The Cowboys fans are mildly quiet this week. They, well, they're still running. Um, it mouth I today. That
2: I thought was going to last. Then I accidentally saw a few things in your cell. I even L-O-L'd,
3: man. I should have known. Why, why you doing what you do? You, you might as well just sell the honest truth.
2: See, I'm not really down with this. To say no text and shit. No, I got
3: no biz, but it is what it is. I don't really
0: So cool.
2: All so right. Cool. Now here here's our favorite segment. Well, we have we we can we can make a debate at the end of the season what was our favorite <laughs> segment of all of this. But okay, for me, my week was not the best. I took another stinker, took another took another game that I forget about. But then the other game I took, I'm surprised I didn't go 0-2 this week because it seems like everything, every game I touch turns to shit. Every game I touch turns to shit. And for a while, it looked that way for the Browns and the Bears. Bears were in control, dominated. But I forgot they are the Bears. Not a good football team, not a good defense. Somehow, Well, actually, they're a better defense because they do get takeaways. But, but obviously, at the end, somehow, the B- Browns came through, won the game, but barely hanged on because a Hail Mary went from 0-2 to a push. I get the push. So I got lucky there.
1: How about y'all? What did y'all do this week with y'all picks? (laughs) All right. Well, for me, we'll go right down the line as usual. For me, um, I started off with a pick that I, I said at the time I didn't like. I hate picking the NFC South. I always get screwed. And the Falcons always screw me, and for some reason I went with the Falcons giving up three. Um, It was just something with that weather, you know. I I said at the time too. I had other games I liked better, but with all that, with all the wind, I was like, oh, this team's gonna just run the ball right down Carolina's throat, and they didn't. Obviously, (laughs) they they lost outright. So right off the bat, I took an an L, but. Made up for it later and at least got back to 500 for the week because I did take the Rams, giving six and a half to Washington. Um That was close, me. too. That was close, too. Yeah, they won by eight. So, I mean, they covered. That's all I needed. Um So, that was another one-in-one one week. And, you know, my lock of the week, which is what the game I really wanted to take instead of that Falcons game, was the Ravens, who obviously covered. Would have put me at 2 0 But – Stinking NFC South. I'm done with that division. <laughs> picking teams picking teams, winning in that division. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that puts me at 15, 12, and 3 on the season. So, still in first place. Well, I'm sorry. What What were
0: your picks again? I, 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 I totally forgot them. I know you just said it.
1: Last week I had Atlanta minus 3 and Washington. Uh. And, uh, and the Rams minus 6.5. Wow. Uh. So I was one and one. Okay. And then uh, Kwame, as you mentioned, you took Arizona getting 12 and a half. Um, They couldn't even even stay within that range. (laughs) I mean, they got their asses kicked by the Niners. So right Mm -hmm. off the bat, you took the L just like me. But you made up for the Bills minus two. I like that pick. I, I, I had I, the one when uh, Rob and I did our picks. I said I thought Dallas was going to come out flat, which they did. Um, and the Bills just took it to them. So easy yep. cover there. Yeah. Um, so that puts you at one and one for the week. And for the season, you're now sitting at 11, 16, and three. Yeah.
0: Okay. <laughs>
1: 11, 16, and three. Yeah. Woo. Yeah. But hey. A couple two and a couple two and a weeks and you're back to 500 just about.
0: There's <laughs> well, only three weeks left. So.
1: Yeah, right. And then John, uh, you came out. You also took the Rams, so that that got you the W. Um, but you also took Cincinnati, giving three and a half, and they won in overtime by just three. So mm-hmm. while they got the W, they didn't get the cover for you. So. Just like me, you went 1-1, one and one, just like me and Kwame. Um, so that puts you, you're still just under 500, but you're only you're only two and a half games behind me right now. So you're sitting at 13, 15, and 2.
3: I still think I'm in second place.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, you're in second place because uh, our last place guy, the only one this week that didn't get a W at all, Rob. You know, you like you just mentioned you went with Cleveland giving three. You got the push. At least you didn't go on two for once. You know? But uh then you went with Denver getting four and a half mm. and, uh, mm. <laughs> Yeah, that one didn't work out too well Detroit. No.
2: No. But yeah. that's been my season. That's been my season. <laughs> hey,
1: I'll, I'll take hey,
2: I'll take the I'll take the shit. I mean it's not going to happen this year. I'll come back next year because we'll have bet, bigger and better competition coming. More of us. There'll be more of us picking this next season. Trust me.
1: Yeah. Right. Well, that puts you yeah, at That's 11. not going to make you any better. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, that'll put you at 11, 17, and two on the year. So you are right now a half a game behind Kwame for last yeah. place. Uh-huh. All right, so how,
2: well, how the three y'all going to since it's really, really, it's basically between you, Matt, and, and John for the for the for the regular season championship. But basically, how does the three y'all do better than what I will pretty much pick? Because I already know what I'm picking, really. So go ahead to y'all to y'all week sixteen, sweet sixteen picks. Yeah. yeah.
1: All right. Well, like I said, I'm not picking and, and Kwame pull
2: up, pull up the thing, pull up the thing. Uh,
1: yeah. I like I said, this. I'm not picking any more NFC South teams to win. I'm not I'm done with that division when it comes to picking winners. But I'm going right back to this Carolina game. They covered last week. They're not going to cover a second time in a row. They're garbage. Uh Green Bay is going is-, is going to Carolina giving up five. They're going to they're going to win by two scores for sure. And uh, the other game I'm going with, I'm going I, – I, I passed on Baltimore last week, so I'm going I'm going right back to them now. I'm, I'm going with Baltimore here. I've been saying for weeks they're going to win this game outright. They're getting five-and-a-half against the Niners. At the very least, it's going to be a, a tight game. It's going to be a three-point game, so they're going to cover. I'm, I've been saying for weeks they're going to win it, so I'm putting my money where my mouth is, and I'm going with Baltimore. Okay. Oh, Okay.
0: You, have? you said you got five and a half. was five and a half here? Yeah, yeah,
1: five and a half. Yeah. And Green Bay I, is giving up
0: five. Oh, yeah, I'm a I'm a fan of that rate. That, that's that's ooh, that's gonna be some Christmas night game. Right <laughs> up against my Sixers. we and B <laughs> just dropped another 51 while we were watching. 51. Wow. He missed a free throw to get 50. They tap it back to him, he drops it. Oh the jumper from the free throw <laughs> line. <laughs> It's amazing what this guy's up to. Um, and as they're going to beat the Timberwolves. Um, I'm going, My the first game I'm going to do is the game that I mentioned. I'm going to put a little a few bucks on Miami over uh, uh, Dallas. Minus <laughs> one and a half. Easy money. Tyreek is back. Or should be back. Dallas on the road against any real team, we see what happens. But what Dallas gives you, um, because of all these Fugazi fans, their point spreads are overinflated. There's no reason in the world that should be one and a half point underdog. But enough of those fools out there put money on it to keep the point spread nice and low. So I appreciate that, making it easy for me to get that money. So the other game, my God, the Eagles are free by a dozen. <laughs> I am not touching that. I like your Ravens game. I, I love that it's a Monday night game, too. Um, yeah, that's that's going to be something. That's going to be something. Um, not sure if I want to touch that one. I think what I. Ooh, that's a game. Okay. Yeah, bills for everybody doesn't on the road. Wow. I know the charges have nothing, but I can't do that. What else do I like on this thing? Um, how about? Okay, I know I'm gonna do. Take my chances. I'm gonna go with the Texans at home plus two and a half. It's the doo doo browns. You take my yeah, shot but, on that, yeah. Because you know, they uh, showed me something Sunday. I, I, didn't, I didn't think they were going to, they had everything was against them in Tennessee. Um, quarterback out, several other players missing, they fell behind early, came back, fought back. So, just give me them plus the two and a half.
3: Yeah, but CJ Stroud's still out though, for me. That's okay. I'll. That's, I'm gonna take my shot. giving me points. Well, I mean, I'm gonna stick to that division, but I'm I'm gonna go with my Colts. Uh, oh yeah, I am gonna go with them. Uh, I think they're minus one against the Falcons. I'll take that. They're actually, uh,
0: plus one, which is amazing.
3: Oh, plus um, one. Okay, well, I'll take that even better.
0: I looked at uh, it. I wasn't too sure about that one. That game scares me.
3: Yeah, I mean, it could go either way, but uh, I just think the Colts are going to win. Um, Keep their momentum going. Um, Then my other one, I, I'm going to go to that Bills game. I think the Bills are going to destroy the Chargers. So I'll take that spread.
2: Oh, damn, John. You had to take that? I was going to take that. <laughs> I can't what take that, that now. I can't take that now.
3: No, Sorry. you can.
2: No, I'm not going to take it. You already uh-huh. took it.
0: Uh, you can, but what what game was it? I bills and
2: Chargers. Bill. Wow, yeah, I couldn't touch that. You the taking the Bills. Yeah, the Bills spread. Okay, all right. You know what? That would that w- if you didn't pick it, I would pick it. But since you did, I'm moving on. I have a good friend now that I see at Planet Fitness, and his name is Steve, and he's a big Broncos fan. We've become really close here the last couple of weeks. Talking about talking about his Broncos and his chances of making the playoffs.
3: Oh, you took them last week. That didn't work out for you.
2: (laughs) Well, I'm going to take them again. But this time they will win because they're playing the Patriots and they're at home. So I'm going to take I'll take that. That was my alternate. That was my alternate. If you took took that. So I'm taking Broncos again. But this time they should be able to beat the Patriots because it's the Patriots. They're terrible. They don't score. Now I'm going to piss all y'all off. I'm pissing all of y'all off. The Eagles have lost three straight games, right? Right? They've lost three straight games, right?
3: That is Mm -hmm. correct.
2: How in the holy hell are they a 12-point favorite at home? (laughs) After losing three straight games.
3: We haven't beat beat a team by more than 14 points. Like I said,
2: I'm pissing y'all off. I think they'll, they'll win. The Eagles will win, but they're not winning by no damn two scores. They, they're going to have to struggle for this one. The Devito's going to still up and try to make it a game because the defense is so terrible. You know, Patricia, that little bitch. He, he can't. He can't hit that ball. He, he don't even. He don't even need a beard. I'm going with. I'm. I'm. I'm sorry, Giants. That's too much. Give me. Give me the. Give me the points. Give me the points. This is going to be a. This is going to be another. Sh- this is going to be another nail biter on Christmas Day. All
0: yeah, right. Giants,
2: Giants are going to cover yeah. that. I'm sorry.
0: Because okay, if it is a nail biter, I, I, we got problems.
2: <laughs> I mean, my bold prediction: well, is the Eagles win by, by, by the 18. Then why we lose to the Owl? Then I know. So, that's what I'm saying. Be, give me, this. give me, give me the points. I, I, I think it's going to be a battle. Giants will cover that. They're going to cover that. I'm sorry.
1: Yeah, you I'm you can't be a 12-point favorite
2: in this league when you lose three straight games. Yeah, I'm not I, I, mean, I agree thing. with you. That's why I'm not touching it. But Well, I'm touching it because I have no choice. I'm not in the bow for the win. So I can do that. I can, I can play games like that. So give me that. Give me it. You got it. All
1: right. So just to recap here, um, I'm taking the Packers over – Carolina minus five and Baltimore plus five and a half against San Fran. Kwame's taking Miami minus one and a half against Dallas. And Houston plus two and a half against Cleveland. Ron, or yeah, Rob. Ah, John, you're taking uh Indianapolis plus one and Atlanta against Atlanta and Buffalo minus twelve against the Chargers. And then Rob. You're going with uh, – you're going back to the Broncos, six minus six minus six and a half, against the Patriots, and uh, and I see what you're doing here, man. I know what you're doing, you know. All your picks are wrong, so you're taking the Giants, getting 12. You're, you're hoping you're going to send them your bad energy, and it's going to be an eagle blowout on Christmas Day, you know. So I see what you're mm-hmm. doing there, man. But, yeah, you hey, got hey. the Giants. Hey, you know, hey, I'm not in the
2: now. Ba- <laughs> y'all can't really take shit on me. You know, I, I'm not the master this year, so I can do what I want. Fuck it.
0: <laughs>
2: Fuck it. All right. Now we get to an interesting surprise and disappointments for week 15. Week 15 surprises and disappointments.
1: All right. Well, for me, my uh, the disappointment is obvious. I mean, the Eagles, they're they're the whole team in general. But I'm looking at James Bradbury. I mean, he let up what six receptions, 118 yards, cr- killed us on that final drive. Meanwhile, two rookies, one of them is an undrafted rookie. They let up zero receptions all game combined. Keely Ringo and uh, Eli Ricks. I mean, this guy, he. Uh, he was an all a, a all pro level cornerback last year and he's fallen off the cliff. I think it's time we got I think it's time we just got to bench him and uh, see what we got with these young kids. What's what's the worst that can happen? We lose a game? We're already losing. We've already lost 3 in a row. May as well give it a couple of weeks and see what happens. Um, surprise for me. Yeah, when we talked on Sunday, I told you I thought Dallas was going to come out uh, a a little bit slow and Buffalo was going to get out to the early lead and you know I didn't expect them to completely blow out the Cowboys like that though. Um I thought the Cowboys would keep it close, but yeah, the I mean just the, the way Buffalo just came out and, and destroyed Dallas, I was uh I was definitely surprised with that.
0: Well, my disappointment is the same as the Eagles just being in Seattle. I said, just sleeping in Seattle. 17 measly points. Uh, letting Drew Locke, I mean, to, 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 to watch Drew Locke engineer a 92 yard drive under two minutes, it was was sickening. That was surprising. Um, Watching the Seahawks I scored the Eagles 10 0 in the fourth quarter. Disappointed. Disappointed surprise was the raiders putting up 63 <laughs> after scoring zippo. Woo! That was a surprise. Was it you that I think it was Rob. I, think, I guess it was you that texted me. Um the the raiders were up to somebody did it with, with 21 Yeah, I
2: did. I, I texted you. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. And I wasn't even
0: mind. watching the game. Like I had no intention to turning that game on. And I said, "Oh, maybe I <laughs> I said maybe I turn it on." And even after he said that I didn't turn it on. I was doing something else. Next thing I know, it's 42 nothing. I said, this is insane. <laughs> <laughs> and then I turned on a little bit in the third and fourth quarter and just, said, just shaking my head like, this is embarrassing. Embarrassing. So, yep, that was my disappointments and surprises. Uh,
3: with me, uh, I mean, my surprise, Um it- I mean, I was kind of shocked that the uh, you know the Panthers beat the Falcons. Uh, I really don't think the Falcons are or the the Panthers are that good, especially with Bryce Young. They're even trying to, you know, maybe thinking about getting rid of them. Um,
2: who's their Who's their coach? Who's their interim coach? the The Panthers.
3: Uh, we can look that up here.
2: I don't even know who their interim coach is. I never even heard of. them.
3: They have i I'll look I'll look it up here the interim Chris coach Tabor. Is, yeah, Chris Who? Tabor. Chris Tabor Never heard Tabor. of
2: him. Never heard of him.
3: <laughs> Neither have I. So, uh, I mean my disappointment I me mean, it it kind of goes uh you know to the Eagles still. I think uh you know, it's like we we had them, you know, all the way to the third quarter and then in the fourth quarter, it's like we, we, we gave it to them. It's like we gave them chance after chance and we couldn't capitalize even on our end. And then, you know, they go 92 yards and, and that was it. But we had a chance at the end, but we blew that, too. So.
2: Well, like I said, it's a natural disappointment, but I have to. My surprise is obviously I'm going to the Saturday games. I mean, I'm watching the Bengals the second half of that game with the Vikings, and the fact that they came back, and then that sick T. Higgins touchdown, man, that was the touchdown of the year. He lands on his feet and then he breaks the plane with that ball, saved their game. That was, goes yeah, that going was crazy. Goes on wins the game, <laughs> and the Bengals might be going to the playoffs. I'm maybe not, but they they're going to be a tough. They're going to be tough to take that wild card spot from. You know, the Bengals, they, they, you know, Jake Browning's or Jeff Garcia, you know, he's, he's, oh, he's, they. you didn't think the Bengals would still be in the mix. And here they are. They're, they're they're in the sixth seed right now. And they could be playing on, on the, in the postseason at the rate they're oh, going. So super give them a lot of credit. But the disappointment, obviously, and Kwame and I, we went out on Saturday night, you know, nice thing Lady B's little uh, basement party was a, Fun fun night when I and half the time I was watching the Detroit and Denver and that was pretty bad that Denver decided not to no show I shouldn't be too disappointed because it was only going to go two ways either Detroit wasn't going to really do much and it would be a battle or Detroit was just going to boat race them and that's what and the latter happened he, they boat raced them and now Denver's got a harder road to get to the postseason than than most so we'll see if they actually get in there. You know, hopefully I'll send it to Steve if I get his number. I can get his number. I can go send him this this show so he can, you know, give a shout for these Broncos. Okay. But it's yeah, not totally. that hard. But it's not hard to find dummy of the week this week. This is actually the easiest one of the year because we've talked about this all night. The game we just talked about it now, the fact that the Raiders after they got shut out in the worst game in like. 90 years, post nine touchdowns, nine touchdowns. They basically equivalent of three games scoring of three games against a sorry Chargers team who I blame them for not even firing him at halftime. They should have fired him at halftime. You're down 42, nothing. Mm-hmm. This team quit. I know Justin Herbert's out and being out was out and stuff, but no effort at all. This team just quit. And let's be honest. Brandon Staley was the worst coach they could have ever gotten for the Chargers. Three years, we would go back to 2021, the final week of the season, the final game of the regular season. All they had to do was make the playoffs. They would tie. They tied <laughs> two 20 seconds left and they're and they're in the playoffs with a tie. Dumbass throws decides to call a timeout. It <laughs> sets up Raiders, kick the field goal, get in. Last year. Jeez. Last year. Jacksonville against the Jaguars, you're up twenty-seven nothing on the road, on the road, <laughs> and you blow it, and you blow it, unbelievable. And 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 the fact that he kept his job—I mean, Hugh Jackson kept his job after an 0-16 season—that's a different story. But still, the fact that this 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 idiot kept his job, and the fact that he was able to able to coach after that 42 nothing embarrassment in the first half and not be fired. Is a shame. It's a shame, and the Chargers. It's a it's a shame. This, this this is a sorry franchise. You know, they should have never left San Diego. The fact that they decided to carry their ass up to L.A. to work with the Rams is is a sham is a sham too. They should just stayed in San Diego. But the Murph is gone. The Murph Stadium is gone, and they really have no idea what to do. Fan bases they they check, checked out. They have lesser fans than than the Jaguars, and it's just – it's really a shame. But Brandon Staley is the dummy of – I would say he's the dummy. There will be a dummy of the year, but he's by far one of the top five candidates for dummy of the year. But for the week, he is that because he has no reason to be a head coach. Why don't you be like Matt Patricia and, and, and why don't you just dick ride right off of somebody else's uh, job to get – as a defensive coordinator, but you're the dummy of the week. Easy pickings. (laughs) All right. Well, we have a little time left. We have a game to do, ironically, in the same stadium as the Chargers, but it's the Rams, their own stadium, actually. Basically, a big matchup here. A wild-card spot could be on the line here. Obviously, it would be because whoever wins goes over 500. And obviously, the Saints, they're trying. They're trying to do their best. They come off a big win, but then against the Giants, everybody can beat them, we think. But obviously, the Rams are playing pretty consistent football here as of late. They've been playing a really good ball. Right now, if you're looking, if Matt, if you're looking in, in a crystal ball, this could very the Rams could very well, we might be seeing them in Super Wild Card weekend if we get the two seed. They get the seven seed or the six seed, the three seed. We might be seeing the Rams again. So this is an interesting week. You know, if you if you want to know who our our first opponent in the playoffs is, you better keep an eye on this game because it might come from this game. So a very critical matchup. I know y'all might not care about this matchup, but y'all better when you think about. The Eagles might be playing Super wild card Weekend, so go to it.
1: All right. Well, yeah. I mean, I kind of mentioned it when you when you brought up the Saints possibly making the playoffs. Um, they're not win. The Saints aren't going to win this game. Um, the Rams, they're finally uh, healthy. They've they've had a lot of injuries throughout the season, including Cooper Cup and uh, Stafford with the thumb for a little bit. But since their bye week in Week Ten, as they've gotten healthy, um, they won four of their last five. And that one loss was two weeks ago in overtime to Baltimore. I mean, an overtime loss to Baltimore in Baltimore. Uh, you can't. That, that, that's about as good as a team like that's gonna get. So bottom line, this team's hot. The Saints are just are the Saints. They're garbage. They're not going. They're not making the playoffs. They're in a garbage division. That's why they even have a seven and seven record. So the the Rams are winning this game, and it's it's they're gonna win by two scores. Final
0: score is gonna be 29-13. Yep. I concur. The Saints aren't ready for any tough competition, especially on the road. Um, so Rams are hot. Saints are not so much, and they ain't bad, but they're eh. So I go Rams, um, 28
3: to 10 hmm. uh, I mean from you guys I do think the Rams are going to come out on top um, but what I will say you know right now the Rams have been playing better of late uh, the Saints they're they could uh, make the playoffs just by winning their division but right now the Rams they're uh, they're looking pretty good with staff being healthy and Cooper Cup, they have you know a lot more talented weapons. I actually think uh, this could be a huge game for Kyrene Williams. Um, so, based on that, uh, but I, I think it's going to be closer. Uh, I'm going to go Rams 28 and the Saints 18.
2: Well, I'm surprised. Like I said, I just mentioned. You know y'all bringing up the Rams potentially facing the Eagles in the first round of the playoffs because. That scenario is there. They're in the seventh seed as of now. And obviously, if the Eagles get the two seed, hopefully, then obviously that would be the matchup. And there's also the chance that they could also see the Saints, too, in, if they somehow win this game and make a wild card run. But like I said, it, it, the, the, the Rams facing the Eagles is a worst scenario, possibly. So we'll see what happens here. I mean, this should be an interesting matchup. Matt Stafford being healthy is is the key to the Rams' success. Obviously, like you said, Matt, they won four of the last five. Their only loss was against the, the Ravens in overtime. It's like, hey, you know, no shame, no shame. Not like the Eagles losing last Sunday, no shame, or Monday night, no shame there. But obviously, Rams are playing pretty good football right now. And, you know, two of y'all picking blowout. One of y'all think it's going to be close I say it's going to be in kind of the middle. I think, so, you know, Rams are playing really good football right now. And I think that if you look at, you know, the receivers, like you said, you know, Cooper Cup and Puka Nakua, they could be a dangerous duo for the next few years. If if, if they stay healthy, They could be a dangerous duo. And you say Curran Williams is running the ball pretty well. Yeah, they, they've been running the ball pretty decent here last several weeks too. So, Rams are going to win pretty comfortably. I'll give you that. You know it'll be a close game for a little while, but Rams have to be better, and they are playing really good. They they are a sleeper team. I hate to tell you, sleeper team right now. In this, you know, somebody somebody in that seven seven bunch is going to have break through and try to threaten the the top four. So maybe it is this team. So Rams win, and the final score thirty two to seventeen. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, one last business. You know, Kwame, you know the the drill. Our our pick'em suicide picks. (laughs) I picked the Rams. I'm I'm disappointed because they should have won. They would have if they didn't try to choke the game away. They could have given me my biggest margin of victory this year, but they didn't. I'm like the Eagles. I'm winning, but I'm getting by. Getting by is not going to get me anywhere. So. What did everybody else do? Well,
0: Matt also joined you with the Rams. Got a plus eight. Yeah.
1: 131
0: points at the top. I went with the old Bills, which <laughs> should have been a plus 28. Well, the ambassadors gave that last touchdown at the end because they decided to leave the starters in Dallas. <laughs> so, plus 21. And now I'm three points behind Matt. 128. Ken, no pick. But he moves up the with no picks. He moves up the third spot. Yeah, that's a big fall. (laughs) Unfortunately, Mr. Johnny picked the Chargers. First pick of the season. Minus forty two, the biggest Mm -hmm. beating thus far.
2: Wait a minute! I thought that was plus forty two. Why they? Why does it say minus forty two? Because they lost forty two.
3: They lost by forty two. The Raiders, oh, you,
2: oh, you picked the Chargers. Ooh. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Wow. That's a that's a whammy. That's a whammy. That's more yeah. than just uh, price is right, boom, boom, boom that's, <laughs> that's a whammy. The... <laughs> Press your luck, sucker. Lost all yeah. of your I
1: shit. I forgot that was, uh, that was my pre-picked. pick. Yeah, hey, was... Look,
2: I might actually finish in third place now. I might actually wow. finish in third place.
0: You have a shot. <laughs> three weeks left um got the Rams with your plus eight so
2: a plus 38 wow yeah that's the worst loss of, I think of anybody this season P- nice 42. <laughs> yeah that's amazing. wow yes wow
0: so this week I'm feeling frisky and I will offer another 10 spot to anyone who can beat me Okay.
2: At the moment, I know I still owe That's a shame. Johnny. You, you lost, you're, you're behind Ken okay. who act, oh, well I'm behind Ken, but you but you you took the Chargers and Ken t- has taken nobody in in a month.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: That's a shame.
0: Yeah. Ironically, I mean, Ken hasn't won anything since the Chargers, week
3: nine.
2: Yeah.
3: I mean, I think I'm gonna go. I mean, my pick's gonna be the Bills. Uh I just think they're going to destroy the Chargers, so that that might be a, a plus forty-two coming my way. <laughs> so,
1: See, my picks are already in, so I'm not going to oh, say who it is.
2: Okay. Well, I, you know my, you know me. I I I'll pick when I when I feel like it.
3: Yeah, yeah but I don't you, want, know I don't look. you
2: know what's yeah, funny? Yeah, I was going to pick the I was going to pick the Browns actually, but I missed out on that. So I so, so the Rams was the next best option. But, damn, if they gave me plus twenty plus 21, if they could have finished there, I'd be in even better shape.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: That's true. True, true, true. Damn, oh, true but, true. damn, come on. <laughs> Just getting by, uh, at least I'm not picking anything that looks like shit. If I lose, right. I lose by two. If I win, I win by seven. That's yeah, been so my by, uh, in the last two months. I
0: said, yeah, it's tougher myself. and tougher. You're running, you're running out of teams. That's what it gets each week. It's a little more tougher. Yeah, right.
1: um, yeah.
2: yeah It is what it is.
3: Yeah, so my fancy friendly matchup is the Dolphins game versus the uh the Cowboys.
2: Yeah.
3: I just think there's a lot of a lot of fancy players in that game. Okay. Okay. I guess my
0: intriguing game. Well, I mean, the Ravens 49ers is something. We don't want... no everyone's gonna call it a Super Bowl preview. I'm not trying to call it.
2: It is. is. Nah, it I'm is. not trying to call it that. Because mm-hmm.
0: that means you talk talking about my birds. So I'm not allowed to do It probably
2: that. will be if we don't turn this around. If we don't turn this around. It probably yeah. will be.
0: For me, the intriguing game could be the Saints and Rams, but yeah, I'm not intrigued by the Saints. It's just gonna be back to the Miami and Dallas. That That's gonna say a lot about both teams. If, yeah, the cruise matchup losers, for both. It just continues their um our thoughts on who they are, that they can't handle the big boys on the road. If Miami loses, then it's gonna continue the thoughts of what we think about Miami being shaky and not being handled major competition. And that will allow Buffalo to sneak their way back in the running. So big game there, 425. I this
2: did season. I dig in I did get in touch with Ken, his manager special is the is the is the Steelers. <laughs> give or take, he's a stealer he's stealed out for the rest of the year <laughs> well like I said, that's all we have for this episode like I said, Matt and I joined us on Friday not Sunday, Friday at 5 o'clock that's when we will do our preview we'll preview the Saturday games the Sunday games and the three Christmas games obviously Baltimore and, and the 49ers give us the greatest Christmas gift of all potential of what we could see in Vegas in a few months or in or in several weeks from now, potentially. Potentially. Didn't say it's a given. Nothing's a given. But we'll see. But it gives us a great Christmas idea of what we can. But the Eagles also play on Christmas. So we'll see how that goes. But obviously we'll look into it. Like I said, Matt and I will have our locks and games of the week on Friday, five o'clock and like I said, everything's all good and ready to go for that. So, but next week we're going to make Kwame a little upset here. It's the college football playoff episode of the look back. We have to preview the two, the four teams, and sadly, none of them are are Florida State. But we have a bonus, and Kwame ha- and only Kwame has to do. He has to pick his Florida State against Georgia in the Orange Bowl. So we have a bonus as well for next week. A bonus. Only you can pick. We're not picking. But we all have to pick the other games in the college football playoff. So a lot to look forward to in next week's show, playoff stocks, our annual playoff stocks, who has the best chance to get in these final few weeks. But that's all we have for this episode. Merry Christmas. You know, Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, uh, Happy Kwanzaa, whoever celebrates it, you know, and that's all we have for this episode. And, you know, hopefully, well, for all of our six, by next week, the Eagles can get back on the on the W train again, back on momentum. But that's all. Kwame, take us home.
1: Man, if I get rocked for my kids, is that real Still hustle till
0: the sun come up. Track a 40 when the sun go down. It's a cold winter, y'all better bundle up. And I better be a hotter summer rapper. i you just a rocket down, You hot
1: now. Listen up. Don't you know cops' sole purpose is to lock us down and throw away the king? But without this drug, your kids ain't got no way to eat, huh? We still try to keep mom smiling because when the tea stops,